Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. Welcome back to Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. This week, we're going to teach you guys about macros. So let's get started. All right, let's go. Macros, my very favorite thing, you guys. So macros are short for macronutrients. And macro means large particle, and the nutrients means nutrient. There are three macros. They are protein, they're fats, and they're carbohydrates. And you guys are all eating them every single day. All of these macros make up all of our food calories that provide us with energy. Of these macro groups, we're going to talk about protein first. Protein is the most important macro. It is made up of amino acids, which our bodies cannot produce on our own. So we're going to have to get those nutrients from the foods that we're eating in our diet. It is important to be consistent with your protein intake at regular intervals, if you can. And if you're macro tracking and working with a coach like ourselves, we make it so much easier for you. But when you're getting protein in your diet, your body is using them to build, repair, and maintain muscle. It also helps to create more skeletal and connective tissue, neurotransmitters, enzymes, immune system, chemicals, all of that good stuff. But the thing that people really want to have macro consumption with protein is going to be for their metabolism because all of us want to look better get more muscle be more defined definition have all of that stuff and then also have fat loss and so if you're looking to really build your metabolism you're going to want to get your protein up depending on your personal goals which is something we can help you guys with inside of g transformation academy your protein intake each day is probably going to be about 10 to 35% of your daily calorie goals. And 10% is definitely on the low end. So try to shoot higher if you can, but for most people, 10 to 35% of your daily calories that you're consuming. So protein sources, what do we like to eat? Hey, what are your favorite protein sources? My favorite protein sources, my go-to is chicken breast. Chicken breast is a great one because it's so low fat and high protein. Usually get about 30 grams of protein to about two grams of fat, two and a half grams of fat chicken breast. So you can squeeze it in when you don't have many calories left at the end of the day, or it can give you leeway to eat what you want during the day. I also like boneless and skinless chicken thighs. That's a little bit more fatty, but it's only going to run you about four and a half grams of fat. And then my other go-to is pork loin. Pork loin, you have to be careful with it because there are two different kinds. One of them is 17 grams of fat and one of them is three and a half grams of fat. So make sure you read the label before you buy them. And you also like ribs. I love ribs, but I don't eat them much. I don't eat ribs much because nowadays, because a good rack of ribs. I mean, when I say good, I'm talking on the lower side of uh, fat. If you get some spare ribs, it's going to hit you for 17 grams of fat a serving. And the serving side of ribs is three ounces, where usually like a serving size a chicken is four ounces. And that's not even talking about not spare ribs, that's baby back ribs. I'm sorry. If you go to spare ribs, it's going to hit you for 23 grams of fat for every three ounces. So yeah, I don't eat them much anymore. For me, I like chicken breasts and mostly chicken breasts. I'm very bougie and picky. I like chicken thighs grilled only. (laughs) 
skinless, boneless, and I like them the very first day. I don't like old chicken thighs. I don't know what it is now. I used to love them fried. I used to love fried chicken legs. I'm not a fan of fatty chicken anymore. That is like not for me no more. Chicken breast is my thing. And 93.7 lean ground turkey. That is. Also, yeah, I do. I have to keep a pound and a half of ground turkey cooked up every week. I love salmon, but we'll talk about this a little bit more, but there's a lot of fat in it. But chicken breast and ground turkey are my (laughs) go-tos. Greek yogurt, you know, when you're trying to get into like some of the things that might be sweeter protein bars, but chicken and ground Turkey are for me. So next macro are carbohydrates. The macro that I'll think a lot of people are feel fearful of is the macro that people think that they have to cut out to be successful and lose weight, but it's vital to our living, our mental energy, our physical energy, everything. Carbs are broken down into glucose, which is basically like liquid sugar energy. And our bodies have two main sources that we prefer for fuel and carbohydrates are the first one. Fats are the other, but fat is actually secondary. So for a lot of people to help build their metabolism, we need to be eating carbohydrates because that's what our body is looking for. And so carbohydrates help us to have a healthy metabolism because it raises the rate of our thyroid. It boosts our thyroid hormones, which is an area where when people under eat, typically women and they're not eating enough carbohydrates, they actually slow their metabolism down. So they're doing the opposite. Carbs also contain fiber that help you with digestive health. They make you stay fuller while dieting. So if you're cutting carbs out of your diet while dieting and you don't have as much fiber, like hell yeah, you're about to be freaking hungry the whole time. Most people, women, 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day, men a little bit higher, 25 to 45 grams of fiber. Going over is definitely not better if you're having a lot of digestive issues because you're hitting 30 and 45 grams of fiber. A woman, drop it down by five grams. It's not one of those things that, you know, going higher and higher and higher is going to help you lose more weight. Even though fiber does bind to cholesterol, it pulls some of that extra stuff out of your food. So it's not stored in your stomach and other places in your body. But it's one of those things where too much can be a good thing gone bad. Carbohydrates a day, it's going to depend on your total um, calorie goal. This is something we can help you guys calculate, but carbohydrates should be like 35 to 65% of your daily calories, whether you're in a deficit or maintenance. um, So you guys definitely need to eat them, but we don't have a problem eating carbs. (laughs) What are your favorite carbs? Uh, My favorite carb, my first one is, it's a boring one, but it's effective. Like it's rice, like I love rice, like white rice, brown rice, no matter what, you get a lot of bang for your buck. I mean, you get five to six ounces for 100 calories. So I like rice. I like potatoes. That's another one. Of course, Mm -hmm. bread. I love bread. And then French fries. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) one of our go-tos is French fries. And we don't fry them. We just bake them. But again, crinkle cut. They got to be crinkle cut. They're about three to four and a half grams of fat per serving. And they're Mm -hmm. only like 19 carbs. Yeah. So it's like 100 to 120 carbs max at home if you just stick them in the air fryer. And then the air fryer, it tastes just as good as they do if you were going to deep fry them without all the grease. 
Right. But I think you tried to just like give like the like the good the good girl and the good boy list of carbs. Of carbs. Like, what are the bad carbs that you like that people consider bad? Like the what bad. are the good I have a carbs? Potato chip addiction. <laughs> so that would be probably my number one carb that I really love. But there's um, something else that you like that's yellow. <laughs> what popcorn? No, it's sweet. It's yellow, it's sweet. You knock out a whole box if you get them. Don't lie. A whole box. Oh. <laughs> lemon heads. Yeah, lemon heads. Yeah, lemon heads. So lemon heads is my other kryptonite, like potato chips and lemon heads. Sorry, um, you guys, we got a call. I don't keep them in the house because I, I tend to run through them if they're around. I'm better off just not having them in the house. Empty yeah, Doritos. He means all chips. Yeah, I'm a chip guy. They have fat in there too. I'm a chip guy. Like, I definitely had to change. When I changed my eating habits, I had to start keeping, like, potato chips out of the house because I used to buy, like, family size bag. You know the ones, like, $3.54. Mm-hmm. And I would go through the whole bag. So now, you know, if I'm having a cheat day, I might get a 99-cent bag or something like that. But typically, I just don't eat them anymore. Yeah, but, like, what does mom do with the potato chips? I buy them, and what do I do with them? She hides them. I hide them. them. Because she can count chips. Like, she can count seven chips out, because that's a serving size, and she won't eat anymore. That's not me. I don't, I'm not, I'm not great at portion control when it comes to chips. It's all or done for him. Now, for me, I have one major carb kryptonite. Do you know what it is? I'll divorce you. What, chocolate? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of it's course the I know what best. It is. Chocolate every day. That is my motto every day. And I'm really good about it. I'll buy a bag of Dove chocolates individually wrapped and I'll just take my time. But I like rice. I like red potatoes. I like white potatoes, air fried, you know, steak fries. Throw them in the air fryer or cook them in the microwave first, dice them up, and then crisp them up on the stove on like a skillet with nonstick spray or a half tablespoon of oil cakes candies i don't like sugary drinks though so fruit juice and smoothies and ice cream like well i like ice cream not sundays those types of like sugary carbs that you sip through a straw no i don't even like regular sugar and coffee drinks none of that stuff i feel like i'm missing a carb but i really one of our cardinal rules is don't drink your calories yeah don't drink your calories yeah yep so last macro group you guys are fats Fats get a bad rap too, because people think I have to cut all fats out to lose weight. And when people cut all their fats out, they typically end up having hormone imbalances. And I don't mean women only. Cutting out fats for men can drop your testosterone incredibly quickly, like faster than dropping your carbohydrates. And that's because fats are used in the formation of a lot of our hormones. And they are used to balance our hormones. And fats also help with the vitamin absorption in the food that we're eating. So when your doctor's telling you things about you need to take your multivitamins so that you can get the other things that you're not getting in food. Well, if your diet is so low in fat, you're not going to even be able to absorb that multivitamin and you're pretty much just shitting it straight out. Basically going down the drain. But fat is our secondary source of energy. We get essential fatty acids from fats and our bodies also cannot produce fatty acids by itself. So we have to get them from the fat that we're eating. Your best sources are going to be unsaturated fats. 
and finding fats that are like omega-3s and omega-6, which you're going to get from one of the proteins that I said that I loved that are higher in fat, and that is salmon. It is full of omega fatty acids, but you can take an omega fatty acid supplement if you can't get them in the food sources that you um, are currently eating and definitely need them. Fats, not just for energy and to make your food flavorful and to, you know, make sure your, your hormones are balanced. We also need it for our heart our nervous system, and our immune systems. When it comes to how many fats a day, it's going to be about 20 to 40% of your daily calories. And that is going to depend on your activity, your age, your height, your weight, all of those things. We'll be talking about macro calculations more in a future episode. So fat sources, which ones are your favorites? My favorite fat sources usually come from meat when I'm eating protein. I I prefer to eat a fattier meat than to eat another fattier source. Also, like I eat a lot of egg whites, but if I want to throw some extra fat in my diet, I'm going to eat eggs. And then probably my favorite, just straight up fat is avocado. Mm. Like that's my favorite. Like I love avocado and I'll take the fat calories for it. That's our bougie fat. Yeah. And then cheese. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cheese is good. Well, cheese is a combo, but We'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about this avocado. How old were we when we started eating avocado? Man, it was like... It was like 30, 34. It wasn't that old. We wasn't that old? Maybe 31. Maybe 30. But we were like, why the fuck do people like guacamole? I was yeah. like, ugh. It just, look, it's a texture thing. For people that are like, I don't like avocado, I don't like guac, I'm telling you, they don't even eat it. You look at it and it looks like mush, but you don't want to eat it. But I'm telling you, like a slice of avocado smoothed over a fresh, hot piece of toast out of the toaster. Man, it is like butter. Like we celebrate when we cut open an avocado and it's perfect. No browning, perfectly green, no yellow, soft, not mushy. Mm-hmm. sounds like it's getting sexual but i love fast too um from avocado so avocado is for me i used to love peanut butter but i got over it peanut butter is also a hybrid we'll talk about those it's got multiple macros but i would say mine is probably avocado cheese and then things that have fat in them so like ground turkey has fat cheese has the fat as well God, I feel like I'm missing something. I don't think I eat a lot of fat shit. I mean, we don't really eat a lot of tortilla chips have fat. fat. So like tortilla chip chips have fat. Because they're cooked in oil. And then oil. Anything you do with oil is going to add fat. Like one serving size of oil is 14 grams of fat. So yeah, got to be careful when you add an oil, how much you're adding to your food. Yeah, I think for us, it's easy to hit our carbs because we don't eat a lot of things that are fried mm-hmm. and food out that have the butter on top of the steak that you guys don't know is happening in the back of the kitchen. They are putting half sticks of butter and things. Don't put butter on your food when they bring it out or at least put it on the side. The salmon is already 15 grams of fat. The butter on top has now made that salmon like 40 grams of fat. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. It depends on what else is on there. The little chimichurri sauce on the side that has oil, pesto, all that stuff has oil. So for us, it's really the cut of meat. So Mm -hmm. he likes fattier meats. Mm -hmm. I do not. Like if I want a rib, it's like a rib, like a single bone. It's not ribs and it does not go on for days. So I don't get a lot of fats from my meats. And then when I eat fried stuff, fried in oil, fried in fat, then I just feel sick. Even my steaks. Because I'm not used to it. Like even my steak selection. 
Like I like ribeyes better than anything else. I just like the flavor in them. Mm-hmm. But when you compare a ribeye to a New York strip, I mean, it's like three, four times the amount of fat in a ribeye. So typically I opt for a New York strip instead. She likes filet mignon. Mm-hmm. So filet mignon is only going to run you about eight grams of fat. So I'm a filet mignon girl. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but a lot of foods contain more than one macro. You have foods that contain proteins and fats, such as chicken and pork loin. Like we talked about earlier, if you look at chicken breasts, it's only going to contain about two grams of fat. But if you look at chicken thighs, now I'm talking about boneless and skinless chicken breasts and chicken thighs. Boneless, skinless chicken thighs are going to run you about four and a half grams of fat per serving. Now, if you leave that skin on them, it's going to run you anywhere from 18 to 22 grams of fat. So you got to be cognizant of that. Pork loin, we talked about the two different kinds of pork loin earlier, but they contain proteins and fat as well. And then you have foods that contain carbs and protein, like beans. Anytime you're eating black beans, brown beans, pinto beans, any kind of beans. I'm like, what's a brown bean? Yeah, yeah pinto, pinto beans, beans refried you know, beans. You're going to run into both. <laughs> You're running to carbs and fat. So you got to make sure you counting them up. Protein bars the same way. Now, the way that I eat protein bars, very rarely will eat a protein bar that has more carbs in it. Protein. I, one, I want my protein bars to have at least 30 grams of fat in them. It's not always possible, but if my protein to carb ratio isn't met, I just won't eat the protein bar. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. So like an example of that would be like a fit crunch bar. Mm-hmm. Pure protein bars are okay in those numbers. And the Kirkland brand, I yeah. think was pretty decent at Costco. Yeah. But yeah, a real protein bar, you guys, has more than 12 grams of protein. Under yeah. that, it's really like a snack bar. Yeah. If you're eating protein bars with two to 10 grams of protein in them, but they have 30, 40 grams of fat, it's not a protein bar. It's like a snack bar. But some foods contain all three macros. Some foods contain like the proteins, the carbs, and the fats. And those foods are going to be like your ice creams, pizza, tacos, peanut butter. Like they're going to hit you for all three macros. So just make sure you log them. And then lastly, veggies. Veggies, a lot of people think, oh, veggies are free. No, most veggies contain carbs. And some veggies actually contain a lot of carbs. So if you your carrots, your peas, your corn, things like that, they're really carby. So even if you want to stay low carb, as far as the veggies are considered, you want to go with more cruciferous vegetables. Oh, that was like so sexy, cruciferous vegetables. Ooh, that's sexy. And you guys hear a whole bunch of breathing and stuff in the background. It's our dog, Apollo. He has our own page. So go check him out on Instagram too. He perked up because he can hear. So you guys are going to see him. You're going to hear him, so get used to it. But I know we threw out like all of these different macros, like what they are, the groups, what they are for foods, how there's, you know, mixtures of these. And you might be like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And I'm really starting to understand like what these things are, but like, how do I track macros? Like, how am I tracking? How am I measuring? What is the difference when it comes to calories? Well, the macros and the foods that we eat are measured in grams and mm-hmm. grams are weight and you guys weigh those on a scale and the ratio or kind of the value of what a macro is gets converted to a calorie value. And so your macros get a measurement 
which is converted to calories. So macros are calories and calories are macros. And if you're listening to this right now and you're looking at a nutrition label, that'll definitely help you out a lot. Your nutrition labels are be on the back of most of your food packages, probably won't be on some of your fruits and vegetables and probably only on what, like 40% of meat packages. Not all meats even have it. Mm-hmm. You would have to literally scan it into the app that we like to use, MyFitnessPal, to really see what the macros are for the item. But like I said, when you're tracking macros, you're tracking calories. When you track calories, you're tracking macros. And the app that can really help you do that is the one I just mentioned, MyFitnessPal. Because if you can weigh out the portion that you're eating, or you can designate how much you're eating, one orange, the weight of an orange, one protein bar, half of a protein bar, four ounces of chicken breast, you'll be able to put that in my fitness pal, and it's going to do the conversion for you and allow you to see both macros and calories at the same time. So if you've ever tracked calories, you've been tracking macros, now you're just going to start looking at it with a different lens. Mm-hmm. So it won't be like, what is you know, everything I can get in my calorie goal for the day, it becomes more detailed and goal oriented where you're looking at the calories. Yes. But looking at the breakdown of the protein, carbs, and fats. So earlier I was saying like protein 10 to 35% of your diet, fats, 20 to 40% of your diet, carbs being 35 to 65% of your, you know, calories in your diet. My fitness pal is going to help convert them for you. And just so you guys can know what the conversions are like, one gram of carbohydrates is equal to four calories. One gram of protein is going to be equal to four calories and fats are different. One gram of fat, and that's why they're so calorically dense, is equal to nine calories. So your protein and carbs, when once you learn how to calculate them or get them from us in G Transformation Academy, they're all probably going to be in the three digits, like 100 plus. Your fats, because they're so dense and there's more calories per gram, most of you guys are going to have fats that are going to be under 100. So like 45, 62, 91, 78, whatever, but your protein and carbs will be higher. But all calories aren't equal because of that. Like I said, protein and carbs, one gram of them are four calories. Fat, one gram of those are nine calories. And so you can eat 1,800 or 2,500 calories every day of straight up junk, fast food, whatever, and feel like crap, probably maybe look like crap, sorry. Sorry for the shade. Or if you're focusing on where the calories are coming from and there's a macro goal for those 1,800 calories, or those 2,500 calories, and you may be eating like 80% clean every day, you're going to feel better. You're going to look better. You're going to be able to eat more food and look smaller, be stronger and have a higher metabolic rate. And that's because these different types of foods and the macro calorie and macro categories can have effect on how your body is processing them, regardless of what the calories are. So 200 calories of Lay's potato chips, your body is going to treat it different than 200 calories of chicken breast. I mean, it's just always going to be different. Same thing when it comes to 500 calories of protein bars. I don't recommend that versus 500 calories of Snickers bars. Snickers bars are going to have more processed things in them. You're going to have more added sugars. 
you know, I could go on and on and on, but it's not going to be the same. A day filled with fast food versus maybe one small thing out and then the rest of your food cooked at home, like it's going to be completely different. But we are going to have an episode that is dedicated to talking about the difference in calories and macro tracking and why us and thousands of our clients and coaches that we've helped have actually gotten to the place where they're only wanting to do macro tracking because macro tracking is the shit. Like I'll never do anything again. No, it's it's no reason to do anything again. Mm -hmm. I mean, it changes the way that you look at food, the way you view food. I mean, you'll never see it the same. It also allows you to eat anywhere and practically anything once you learn how to actually work your macros into your specific diet it's game changer uh-huh. and it actually like I lost weight before and I was just focusing on calorie intake and I was more skinny fat so once you focus on getting the right amount of proteins carbs and fat in your body you could be the same amount you could be the same weight or you could be heavier than you were when you weren't doing that. And you'll notice the way your body actually shapes, the way your body forms, the way your muscle builds is completely different. It's different. I wouldn't have grown this booty without tracking macros. Here you go. I'm just saying. I don't really have a chest, so this ass is all I got. But if you guys are interested in calculating your own macros with our support, you guys can go to our website, G Transformation Academy. We have um, a store there where you guys can find our macro makeover program. And this is a self-paced course, but you do get our support. This course is going to help you calculate your own macros for your goal down to the ground, no set percentages. You guys are going to learn how to adjust them. You're going to learn how to do your carbs cycling, what to do after the diet, what to do if you get stuck in a fat loss phase. This will end like the yo-yo dieting, the crash dieting, the fad diets, like eating all the bullshit and get you guys to do flexible nutrition so you can eat all the things we've been talking about. Chocolate, chips when we want them, tracking them, counting them. Ribs, tacos are also our thing, but you get to create your own nutrition plan with your macros to change your body, your composition, everything. And the number one question we get asked is, I don't know what to eat to lose weight. And the number two question is how much to eat to lose weight. Macro makeover solves that problem. You're going to know what to eat, how much to eat, and most importantly, why. It's not going to be a program where you're told to go eat this. No, we end that type of bullshit. Like you learn why you should be eating these things. What is the why behind the numbers? Why you're changing them? How you're changing them? All of that stuff. But it'll help you get to a place where you can start to lose fat sustainably and for good. And then do carb cycling, which is something that everybody is interested in because it makes it where we can go out to eat and stuff on the weekend. This program is self-paced. You get immediate access to it. The curriculum is detailed. If you've been able to follow through today, I'm telling you, you're going to be successful with this program, Um, but it's self-paced, but you get eight weeks of our group support. And you're going to also get the bonus of us checking your initial macros for you inside of G Transformation Academy so that you feel prepared and you feel confident. If you guys have questions about this program, just let us know. You can message Randall on Instagram at... At Randall Guzman underscore. Sorry, I just changed my name recently. Yeah, you paused. He was like, <laughs> like, what the hell is my name? Yeah. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Eve underscore Fit Chick. 
All right, that's all we have today. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes with us. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.